everyone. Welcome to a Thanksgiving edition of the Bavada at Odds podcast. I'm your host, Seth Everett. He is the head odds maker of BavadaSportsbook.com, Patrick Morrow. And, uh, you know, nothing's more Thanksgiving than going out of the continental North America and going across the pond over to London, England. Uh, a work trip, nonetheless. But Patrick Morrow joins us from London. How are you, sir? Seth, I'm doing great. I'm uh, I'm still getting uh, you know adjusted to the time here. I'm, I'm five hours ahead of everyone back on the East Coast, uh, back in North America. But it's great. It's it's slightly warmer here. People are friendly. It's a nice pace, and uh, you know, got to figure out how to enjoy sports this week a little bit. But with daytime football on Thursday, I'm going to be pretty okay, at least for those first couple of games. So I'm psyched. I know the, the the audience might not be interested in this. How are you seeing all these games? Are is 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 American sports all over British television? You know, it's it's not all over. Um, one of the local networks, Sky, out here has the NFL rights package, so I was able to get a, a temporary package while I'm here to see those games. Uh, but you know what? For the ones uh, that I miss, but really, uh, you know, have a, maybe let's say a financial interest in. I have been known to use the old dodgy stream or two uh, in a pinch, in a pinch. I, I certainly don't recommend that. But, uh, you know, if anyone out there is struggling to find the match they want to bet on or view, uh, yeah, it works. Well, I will say this, you know, this week there are games literally every day. It starts on Thursday and then there's games on Friday, Saturday and Sunday uh, in both college and pro football. And then you have all these college basketball tournaments. Uh, everybody's playing in like some random Bahamas, Fort Myers, Florida, like all these random, uh, locations. And literally it is, if you're not doing anything, there is no shortage of sports to watch and gamble on. Absolutely. And, and, you know, it was funny, Seth, uh, I was out, uh, shopping with the wife yesterday and I, I couldn't believe it. They had Thanksgiving promotions here in the UK. Uh, I mean, really I weird. You know, there must be a, a good deal of American expats here, but we were in a Whole Foods uh, in, on High Street in downtown Kensington area. And, you know, yams, uh, you know, pumpkin puree, uh, all, all this you <laughs> know, so great weird. deals. And I was just like, I thought I thought I left this behind, but good for them. And I get it because I love American Thanksgiving. I am Canadian, but ever since I was in university and used these Thursday football games as an excuse to maybe take a half day during the week, uh, I've loved it. I've co-opted it. The wife and I will be making food even here in our London flat this Thanksgiving Thursday. So it is my favorite time of the year. And I love that it bleeds into Friday like that with football games at 11 AM, like all the college hoops you just mentioned. Um, just like Thanksgiving itself, it's a little bit too much. You're going to be stuffed by the end of it, but you're going to enjoy it. Yeah, there's, there's no secret. One thing I, I don't understand, I guess because you have so many games and so many television deals, I guess you're trying to counter program. But, you know, the NFL dominates Thanksgiving Day, right? Just like the NBA dominates Christmas Day, right? We'll talk about that in a month. Mm -hmm. Why is Ole Miss and Mississippi State playing Thursday night up against Bill's Saints? That just sounds really defeatist, don't you think? Yeah, it's an interesting slot for that uh, Egg Bowl game, uh, Seth. And, you know, I, I, we've noticed that the NCAA tries to slot in at least one game on Thanksgiving to, I, I guess, try and have a presence for that fan out there that's maybe a college football fan more than they are an NFL fan. Uh, 
Uh, and this year they actually have two games. They have a 330 and a 730 game, but of course most eyes will be on that egg bowl game. So I, I mean, I get it. It gives you uh, l- listen, we like red zone on Sunday because if one of those 1 PM games that we might've wanted to watch is a stinker, at least we've got options. So if the NFL uh, turns out to be a blow in that eight thirty slot, eh, you got Mississippi, you got Mississippi state. That's not bad. No, there's no secret about that. And again, this to me, rivalry week is one of the best weeks in college football because we stopped talking about the stinking playoff and the national championship. That's not what this is about. Yes. Georgia needs to win. Alabama needs to win. I, I, I know, but this is rivalry week. This is the week where in the entire state of Mississippi, they care about one thing in, in Michigan, Ohio state, they care about one thing. And I think that's the beauty of college football that gets overlooked. I think whenever, and you know, we do a gambling podcast, but the reality of it is, is that I just find in sports media, there's so much talk about national championship. When if you look deep down at what fans care about, it's beat your rivals. Yeah, absolutely, Seth. And I think uh, it's it's a nice contrast where, you know, don't get me wrong, parody works for the NFL because uh, there's so much money involved and you don't want to own a team uh, if they can't be somewhat competitive. And don't get me wrong, we'll talk about the Detroit Lions in just a second. But, you know, it's great that the schedule is always set up that Ohio State and Michigan are playing each other at the end of the year, that uh, Ole Miss and Mississippi State are playing each other and, and both really good this year. Um, you know, it's, it's fantastic that, uh, we can be so deep into the season and we can have games that are meaningful, maybe not just for the college football playoff, but for recruiting for next year for in-state or regional bragging rights. Uh, it's fantastic that college football does it a little bit differently like this. And, uh, I gotta say, I'm a huge fan, uh, to the extent that the time zone will allow me, I will be eating all these games up and, uh, I, I really just can't wait to get into it. All right, let's get into it. Ole Miss, Mississippi State. Give me a quick line on that one. Quick line on that one. Well, we so. kind of talked about the game already. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and you know what? It's uh, it's it's going to be a tight one. So, uh, you know, Ole Miss, great season. They're coming to this game uh, ranked number twelve in the nation, and uh, they are currently one point underdogs at Bavada against Mississippi State. Mississippi State comes in there as a slight favorite over Lane Kiffin and the Ole Miss Rebels, and the over-under in this one, Seth's sitting 61 and a half. Um, No surprise that given uh, the higher ranking, and we do see a lot of recreational players, uh, let that ranking be their guide. More action so far on the Ole Miss Rebels, about 65% of all bets so far on Ole Miss in this one. All right, now let's not ignore the uh, big elephant in the room. People talk about, uh, you know, apple cups and iron bowls and all these other bowls. The biggest game this week and it always is this week, it's Ohio State versus Michigan. And this accentuates the point. It doesn't matter what the ramifications of the game are for each team. It's the only thing both universities and both states care about. Absolutely. Like, this is the game each year. This is, you know, depending on who you ask, this is either one of or the greatest college football rivalry. I'm not going to weigh in on that i just know it's going to be a heck of a game and one that because it's a a 12 noon game this weekend uh, i'll be able to watch that here that's only five o'clock that's beauty for me um and you know but it it is meaningful not just for rivalry but for ohio state's uh you know playoff hopes they come into this game ranked number four they already have one loss earlier in the season oregon a two loss uh ohio state team is not going to the college football playoff 
Michigan's already got a loss. They lose this game. They're not going to the college football playoffs. So there's more than just bragging rights at stake here. And, uh, you know, hopefully uh, for anyone interested in this game, uh, Michigan gives them, you know, a much better game than let's say what lesser Michigan did last week when Michigan State got absolutely stomped. I did appreciate, Seth, real quick, that uh, Mel Tucker and his agent at uh, Michigan State were able to lock in that massive extension just days, maybe even just hours before that absolute absolute shit-kicking that they took last Saturday. But uh, getting back to this one, Ohio State, eight-and-a-half road favorites in this one. Uh, Over-under is sitting at 63.5 right now, Pavada. And the betters love the Buckeyes. We're seeing about 85% of all bets in Ohio State so far in this one. Already the most bet on game of the week. I like uh, Oklahoma and Oklahoma State. Bedlam. How do you not like Bedlam? Uh, 7.30, uh, Oklahoma State uh, kind of flew under the radar this season. Uh, you know, Listen, the Big 12 was supposed to be about uh, the Sooners this year. It was supposed to be you know, Oklahoma and Texas. The story was that they were the top two teams come, uh, in the conference in all the previews this year. And they were on their way out. So a great opportunity for Oklahoma State in this one to get a win over their in-state rivals, send them packing with a big L. And uh, when you know Oklahoma State, four-point favorites at home in this one at Bavada, over-under sitting a little bit lower than a lot of the games this week at 50. Uh, a lot of respect for that Oklahoma State defense and what they've been able to do this year. Betting a little bit uh, 50-50 on this one. The money line being favored a little bit more on the Sooners. But Oklahoma State has four-point favorites. They're getting more bets on that side. So could go either way. Uh, I'm sure the action will be moving all over the place before the Saturday kickoff. But uh, really looking forward to that one. You know, Oklahoma State, probably even with a win, isn't touching the college football playoff. Too many other things would have to break their way. But uh, again, sending Oklahoma out of the Big 12 with a loss like this looks pretty good. So I'm sure they'll be fired up for it. All right. As far as the NFL, look, there's going to be a busy Sunday, but there are three games on Thanksgiving and just based on ratings and the way betting goes. I mean, this is when families get together last year. They couldn't do it because of COVID or some people didn't. (laughs) I guess some people did Um, that. Nothing spells America like COVID. Uh, (laughs) um, So let's take a look at the Thursday games. And just kind of focus on those. And, you know, obviously the Sunday games, you can go to the Bavada website uh, to do that. We'll start. And this is, you know, tradition or unfortunate. The 0-9-1 Detroit Lions hosting the Chicago Bears. Yeah, it's funny you mentioned that. I was just thinking the exact same thing, Seth. Uh, I'm a big fan of tradition, but... You know, could we get somewhere somebody else in that 12-30 slot every well, year? CBS uh, in America is thinking they're lucky stars they got Raiders Cowboys yeah I I mean that's and and listen if the cow even when the Cowboys aren't good and over the last decade they've certainly had periods of mediocrity uh, the Cowboys are still appointment viewing they are the so-called America's team uh, and people tune into that uh, regardless of uh, how good they are uh, year in year out but the Lions, oh yeah, they, they got that one tie against the Steelers. So that was that was a horrible game to watch. And you know what? The Bears have been all right this year. Their defense is good, but they don't play sexy football. Uh, traditionally, I got to say, Seth, uh, this twelve thirty game, uh, this is when I'm in the kitchen, kind of with an eye on the TV. This is where I'm working on the sides. I'm checking on the turkey. 
Uh, I'm not sitting down to watch Detroit, Chicago, which is great because you place your bets ahead of time and you don't really have to worry about what's actually <laughs> happening. You know, I don't want to actually, especially if I have a bet on the Lions, Seth, I don't want to have to actually watch that bet from start to finish. <laughs> but uh, for those of you that are gluttons for punishment, uh, you could definitely get in on the Detroit Lions. They are three and a half point home dogs to the Chicago Bears in this one. No surprise that one of the lower over-unders of the week is in this game at 41 and a half. And I suppose what is a surprise is that we have more bets on the Lions over the Bears at Bavada right now. I actually could not believe that when I started this sentence, but checking the updated liability report, Lions money line, Lions point spread, uh, about 70% of all bets. So uh, I, I guess that speaks to what I was saying a moment ago, that the Chicago Bears, they're not bad, but they're certainly not sexy. So again, I, that might be a game where I'm betting and hold my nose and uh, it'll be a little bit later here in London, but uh, maybe I'll be working on dessert, not working on uh, cooking. Yeah, that's, that's right. All right. The, the Cowboys, uh, a touchdown favorite over the Las Vegas Raiders. They've been hit or miss. They started out with a lot of promise. They've kind of fallen by the wayside, the, the Derek Carr and company. Uh, the Cowboys are in this position where, you know, ultimately, yes, you know, that Denver loss a couple of weeks ago still resonates, but uh, the Cowboys have a legitimate chance at the NFC East, a playoff berth and a Super Bowl run, not a Super Bowl, a Super Bowl run. Yeah, you're, you're absolutely right, Seth. And I mean, uh, despite recent struggles, uh, I would say you've got to like this Dallas Cowboys team probably more than you would of any of them in the last five, 10 years. Uh, they look really good on defense. Uh, they did run into some COVID issues in that Chiefs game, which uh, really messed them up. Uh, CeeDee Lamb was out. I think Amari uh, Cooper was also out. And, uh, you know, you could see the offense really struggled to get some consistency going in that one. Uh, you know, looking, going back a couple of weeks, actually, you mentioned the Broncos game, Seth, and I am a little bit worried that Dak is not a hundred percent out there. I mean, you know, listen, he might not even be 90% out there. He is great when he's on, but I am a little bit concerned with, you know, he doesn't seem as comfortable in the pocket as comfortable in some of his decision-making. And if I'm a better, that's something that's maybe making me a little bit more wary going into this one, but Hey, listen, nothing cures the woes like uh, the Raiders. The Raiders have been in free fall since the Gruden firing, since uh, the arrest, since uh, an awkward Instagram uh, video that uh, resulted in a player being uh, released. Uh, the Raiders are just bad. There's no two ways about it. And this is a great palate cleanser opportunity for the Dallas Cowboys to come into this one. They are seven point favorites at home at Bavada. And uh, no surprise at all that they are getting the majority of the action here. Uh, there's really no appetite for the Las Vegas Raiders. Lots of appetite for Turkey this Thursday, but not to bet on the Raiders. Over-under on this one sitting 50 and a half right now. And then this Thursday night game, this is, by the way, it's not a regular Thursday night game, so it's not with Amazon and it's not on my Twitch channel. Uh, I will just be able to watch the game. And it's so funny. People are like, you're not working? And I'm like, it's not only that I'm not working, I can't. You mm -hmm. don't have access to the technology to air Bill's Saints, but Bill's Saints, uh, that has a chance to be a good one. You know, Buffalo uh, has fallen on hard times after the loss to Indianapolis. That was a really bad home loss. I have friends who drove a long way to watch that game. That was pretty bad, and I've heard about it. Uh, the Saints are also inconsistent. Makes for an interesting football game. Absolutely. Uh, you know, looking at this one, Seth, um, and, and very quick, uh, the Bills are four and a half point uh, road favorites at Pavada. But if we were lining this game 
two or three weeks ago, the bills would be at least a full touchdown favorite. It's, you know, it, it's really surprising how far they've fallen. Um, you know, uh, you, you understand why the saints have struggled. Uh, Jameis Winston's been hurt. They're trying to figure out, uh, you know, how Trevor Simeon fits into that offense. It hasn't been pretty so far, but the bills, uh, they are healthy. It, their struggles are really, I, I struggle. I struggle to make sense of it. And it starts with that nine, six loss to the Jaguars. How are you, the Buffalo bills going to lose nine, six to the urban Meyer Jacksonville Jaguars. That, that is still, I think to me, the most stunning result of the season so far, just the idea that the Jaguars could beat anybody, but you're right. They struggled versus the Colts. And now all of a sudden they're a team that, you know, just two, three weeks ago, we were talking about, uh, hey, they could be an AFC number one. Uh, their offense is on fire and their defense all of a sudden looks good this year. And now they're second place in their division behind a Patriots team that's rolling. A Patriots defense looks good. Mac Jones, now the uh, front runner for NFL Rookie of the Year. And they got to be sweating in Buffalo. It's crazy that it's gotten to this point. Uh, and, you know, if I can uh, say personally, Josh Allen's my fantasy QB. This is unacceptable as I'm gearing up for a playoff run to have him underperform like this. Once again, Bill's four and a half again, point favorite. Completely favor. objective here. Completely objective. Nothing if. Uh, once again, Bills are four and a half point favorites in this one, Seth. They are taking about 70% of the money. So our betters are looking at a bounce back game here. I mean, if you're looking for an opportunity to buy low on the Bills, they can't be much lower than this. And like I said, if we were lining this game two or three weeks ago, they would be a full touchdown favorite. That is merely an observation, not an endorsement or a suggestion. We don't give out picks, but those are the facts. Over under sitting 46 and a half, the most bet on under of the week, curiously enough. Well, there's no secret that these games are, you know, it's, it's part of tradition of of Thanksgiving uh, it used to be just the two games. They added that Thursday night game about 10 years ago. And boy, did they get lucky with that because, you know, you get your best game. The question that I always find whenever these things happen, and I've asked you this in the past, you know, the, the reality of it is, is that the, the ratings are through the roof. And the gambling ratings, as well as the television ratings. And it's literally like, you know, because we have legal gambling in so much of America, you have this opportunity to take a longstanding tradition and magnify it by 11. It just seems like it's getting bigger and bigger and bigger. And the Thanksgiving, like, what else do people do on Thanksgiving but watch the NFL? And I, I don't know. I, even casual fans tune into this. This is like, you know, the, 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 the person who doesn't have red zone, they're watching this game. Absolutely. And I, I think uh, it really is fascinating um, how far we've come from uh, guys like, let's say Brent Musburger, Al Michael, Al Michaels giving, you know, a bit, a, a bit of a subtle nod sometimes. Well, Brent Musburger, maybe not so subtle. He'll come out and tell you exactly what the line is, but yeah, Al Michaels with his classic, well, folks, this one's officially over, wink, uh, as that it sails over what the final over-under was. But yeah, now we're at a point where every booth team or most booth teams are talking about uh, the money line, the point spread and stuff like that, whether it's NFL, whether it's college. So, uh, you know, for me and what I do, uh, this, you know, increasing normalization of something that we all know people are interested. We all know how much money is waged on these games, not just at Bavada, but elsewhere. Uh, I, I think it's great. There, there's no, everyone knows why if the over-under is 54 and a half 
and it's 47-7 in the fourth quarter, why people are still tuning in. I had to do the math very quick there to make sure my example was correct, and uh, I think I nailed it. But yeah, that, that's the point. We are still, whether it's pregame betting, whether it's live betting, uh, you know, it's creating games within these games that uh, allow these, uh, every single one of these NFL games or college football games to be compelling right to the final whistle, regardless of, uh, you know, simply who won or lost that game. So I love it. It's great. Uh, again, this is one of my favorite weeks of the year. Have co-opted it since I was uh, a young kid in university, and uh, I'm happy to take the Thanksgiving show on the road to the UK this year. Yeah, there's no secret of, about that. All right, uh, Patrick, again, continue. Stay safe. Uh, enjoy your, your trip out there. Uh, you, th- I like this. I like talking to you on the other side. Um, next week, we maybe, maybe if there's like a little bit of lull in the action, we can start doing premier league odds i will oh, and you're uh, there you're I, there i know i'm i'm taking in some uh division one english soccer so technically two divisions below the premier league but i am eyeing a liverpool game in a couple of weeks so i'll keep you yeah, posted liverpool and beat uh, uh, arsenal uh last week and i was just like oh my god and it started my sports week off bad i had that i had syracuse basketball losing to colgate my goodness i had a rough weekend Seth, I had forgot to tell you all this time that my younger brother is actually a very big Arsenal fan. So as a Liverpool fan, uh, I really did enjoy that. Uh, for sibling rivalry, I felt a little bit bad for you, but not too bad. A little bit, a little bit. That is Patrick Morrow. <laughs> he is the head odds maker at Bovada. This is the Ad Odds Podcast. We want to wish you and yours a very happy Thanksgiving, and uh, we will see you next week with another new episode. Have a good one, Patrick. Absolutely, Seth. Whether you're betting or going for seconds, pace yourself, folks. 